It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of the Bengal Tiger Podcast. I'm Billy Embody. With me is Shay Dixon. This breaking news edition of the podcast coming in as Jawan Johnson, four-star defensive back out of Lafayette Christian Academy, committed to LSU. That gives the Tigers another in-state pledge for the 2024 class. Johnson plays quarterback for LCA. He's a decorated player in the state of Louisiana. Now he's going to be taking his talents down the road to Baton Rouge. He was at one point committed to Colorado, backed off that commitment earlier this spring. He was going to take official visits. And then this month, he said, you know what? I'm going to cancel those. And now, after a visit on Monday to LSU, he committed to the Tigers. Shay, this is a big pickup for the Tigers. Yeah, gives them another top 10 player in the state. And we've talked about this, talked about it earlier this week on the pod, talked about it on numerous other pods. Louisiana is of the utmost importance, and the staff knows that. And a year ago, I think they signed three or four of the top 10 players in the state. And it was understood that it was a transition year. A lot of guys, LSU was coming off back-to-back 500 regular seasons, you know, where they were not playing up to the standard of LSU football. They have a coaching change. Everybody but Brad Davis uh, you know, it's like, go, moves on and you're almost starting from scratch. So it becomes very hard to come in late in the game and convince guys to sign what a week after Brian or two weeks after Brian Kelly was hired was the early signing period. And not long, but a month later is February signing period. And those guys were as good as gone at that point. So what you wanted to do is make sure that didn't happen two years in a row. And they are well on their way to that. Uh, Juwan Johnson, Again, one of the state's best athletes. We've talked about that plenty. He is a great quarterback at LCA, whether it's running it, throwing it, but he'll play cornerback uh, in college. That's where LSU and everybody else have offered him. That's his uh, goal as well. But I'm looking now at the uh, top 10 uh, rankings um, and one, two, three, four, five. No, still sitting at four of the top 10. No, five of the top 10 players in Louisiana are now committed to LSU. So that is a, uh, and the other five are uncommitted. That is a very nice start, Billy. We saw Johnson at LSU camp a year ago whenever they really started pressing for him. Uh, they worked him out at corner. He looked really solid. And more than anything, one thing we know is the state produces skill players. And whether it's receiver, whether it's a DB, whether it's, a running back, um, they're always here in Louisiana. We see them getting drafted. You don't want to let guys like this leave the state because they end up going elsewhere and getting drafted, or then you're having to recruit them back through the portal to come to LSU. I thought they did a really good job here of when he committed to Colorado. That didn't, that only made them go after him even more. Like they went into overdrive and he decommitted from Colorado coming off a spring game visit. Like you would at least think, Oh, maybe over the summer when he hadn't visited there in a while. No, he committed, decommitted two days after leaving Boulder. So ever since then, behind the scenes, we'd known this was trending to LSU. It's no surprise they got it done. And as you noted, Monday, they got the family over there and said, hey, look, cancel all your summer visits. Let's be done with this. Get in the boat. 
Um, I really like the pickup, and I think it's only going to be the start, uh, or at least the continuation of dominoes dropping in Louisiana, because I'm looking around at the rest of the top 10 in the state, and I still feel very good about a lot of those guys, and it's far from being finalized, but I think they're going to easily hit double-digit Louisiana signees this year, which is what you want every year. That's where you should be. No question about it. And, and speaking of Louisiana, I mean, look, this now gives LSU another corner um, back from the state of Louisiana. He joins Wallace Foster. They both kind of play nickel, I would say, at the next level. Um, Wallace Foster, of course, is out of uh, Warren Easton in the New Orleans area. And then uh, they do have Zion Ferguson, a big outside corner, four-star prospect out of Gainesville, Georgia. And then they do have uh, a pair of safeties committed uh, in Maurice Williams out of Shadow Creek and Deshaun McBride as well, um, both two of the best in the country. So this secondary hall overall for LSU, we've talked about revamping it. We've talked about continuing to build it up. They're doing just that. And you still have Wardell Mack out there who's in five-star range for, for us over at On3. Uh, this is a secondary class that is really coming together nicely, even if they just held on to the guys that they had. But they still have other targets out there too. Yeah, here's the thing. We've said this so many times before. When Brian Kelly took over, it was a multi-year rebuild at corner. And what I can't remember a year ago, maybe they returned two guys that were even on the roster at corner before that. This year, they only returned one, LaTerrence Welsh, who was a freshman last year. He was healthy for the first time for a full season, got to play some special teams. He'd been injured on the back end of his high school career. So you've got one young corner there. They only signed one true corner in Jeremiah Hughes coming out of Las Vegas, um, Bishop Gorman. Yes, Toviano and Stamps and some of these other guys that they signed this past cycle can play corner, but they were high school safeties. And that's where you also need a little bit more of a depth play this season. For me, and again, I don't know if I skipped over this point, the multi-year rebuild at corner was evidence no no more by the reality that what they took like four transfers last year at corner and four this year or something in that range. Like they're up to like eight or nine transfer corners in two years. And that's just to hold you over really. I mean, they got some young guys this time around, but they needed to start. They have to start getting high school corners back in the boat, developing them and not feeling the need to hit the you know panic button and say, Hey, we got to go swing for the fences and get a couple corners out of the portal Yes, they got Denver Harris and J.K. Johnson and Zy Alexander out of Southeastern and Deuce Chestnut out of Syracuse, but you don't want to have to do that every year. You want to maybe have to get one guy, not four. So like this addition, I like where they're at right now. I'm, we've talked about Zion Ferguson before. He's a Georgia kid. He's taken a lot of visits. Like, does he end up in the class or not? I can't guarantee that. But I feel good about Jawan Johnson sticking. I feel good about them ultimately getting Wardell Mack. You feel good about Wallace Foster obviously sticking. The big thing now, Billy, is where do they? Where else can they go? Like if you have those guys, and I know we've talked about Jalen Crawford out of Georgia a lot. Um, Kobe Black is really he's a five star. He's one of the best corners in America coming out of Waco. They're going to get a visit there. It seems at least official visit wise, but they wouldn't be considered the team to beat. You're feeling I know. Let's celebrate this Juwan commitment, LSU fans, for a second. Be happy for it. But how do you keep this up? Like, where are you turning next and saying, hey, look, I think that they've got a good shot at this guy or that guy? I am very intrigued to see if they keep Zion Ferguson. I feel like this is the time of year that maybe he would have backed off if he was going to do it. But we'll, we'll continue to monitor him. He told me, I think last week, he's going to be 
on an official visit to LSU and they're getting the last one. So that's not a bad sign there if you're LSU. But they do also have some other hooks in the water. And we mentioned Wardell Mack out of New Orleans. That's a no-brainer. Guy in your backyard. LSU's the on-three RPM favorite. Um, they continue to uh, recruit him very, very hard. He's got some official visits lined up, but the Tigers still sit in a good spot there. But we've talked about Jalen Crawford. He's got it like Auburn, Clemson, LSU, right battling for him. He's right out of Georgia, Parkview. Uh, but the one that I would circle that I think LSU might make a, be making a move for is Kai Bates out of the Orlando area in Florida. He's somebody that right now the RPM reads as Kentucky leading the way, but uh, this is a guy that has also uh, been highly coveted by Robert Steeples. He's going to take uh, an official visit this summer. He's going to be there at the end with LSU, probably if he does the whole hat ceremony with a hat on the table. LSU's turning up the heat. Um, he was there for the spring game. I think if you're looking at probably a little bit more realistic of a player to land, it's Kai Bates, and he's a very, very good one out of Florida. Yeah, he's got offers from, I mean, Georgia, LSU, Bama. And uh, we had an article on On3 recently about him and, and his recruitment. And he talked LSU up more than anybody else. He said LSU's recruited him harder than anybody else. Um, his family, he said, has got a great relationship with Steeples, his high school coach. So I'm with you. He would be one, like Jalen Crawford was a guy we talked about for months. Is like, hey, look, here's an out-of-state guy they're kind of trending for. They're going to get onto campus, all that. I'd now put Kai Bates in that top spot of, hey, I feel good about where they're at right now with a guy like that. And, like, there'll be others pop up. I'm intrigued. I'll ask you for this. You look around, and I'm looking up and down. Okay, some corners, some athletes. Where's Terry Bussey? Is is he a corner? Is he a wide receiver? Because we've heard more buzz growing and growing. You've shared plenty on Bengal Tiger about it. You're what been out to see him, seeing him here recently. But I get the sense that now with how LSU, Bama, others are recruiting him, what is he, the number 16 overall player on on three, number one uh, athlete over these next six months? Like that could be one of the most coveted players in America. Oh, no question about it. I mean, he he does everything for that for that program uh, over there. Great people at Timpson. And, and he has a really um, in, unique story. He's, he's gone through a lot and uh, just he does it all. Uh, 4.0 student just puts his head down and works. He's the exact type of guy you want in your program. Uh, watched him work out at Under Armour Dallas this spring as well. He played wide receiver in, in that camp, had some good things uh, happen in that camp, was one of the top performers, no doubt. Uh, but I think when you look at him long term, he's probably got the potential to be kind of like a safety nickel corner. I mean, he could really play all over. Um, he somewhat reminds me of of like a Kerry Vincent in a sense. I don't I don't know what Bussy has um, if he runs track. Oh um, yeah, he. I think he won. Okay. Did he yeah. win something at state? Oh, here I'll tell you. Okay, I think he might have gone down in the regional because I don't see his UIL on here yet. But 1086, uh, 1086 this spring, which is rolling. Um, and this is a guy who's kind of um, we talked about some of the guys in Louisiana who have had really nice track times this spring and how they're big. Um, Terry Bussey's kind of a big kid too, um, just from a physical bit. Like he doesn't look like a sprinter in a way. Um, but uh, obviously, 1086 10, is rolling. That was a uh, win legal too. So. Um, really, really impressive. But um, I, I just think he's 
he reminds me of Kerry Vincent. I think that's a good comp for him. Uh, he's yeah, not, he, he's thicker than Kerry was coming out of high school, but he's he's awesome. He's really good. Yeah, um, and Vincent was an elite sprinter. Uh, he was on the, or he is, I should say, uh, still. He's only in eleventh grade, but uh, they did make uh, Timson did make state, and he was on the uh, part of the four by one relay in two A, part of the four by two relay in two A. Uh, the boys hundred meter dash in two a, he made the state finals, as you noted, 10, eight, six, uh, was the time he had on record to get there, uh, made state in the long jump in two a and made state in the triple jump in two a. What a beast. Now it's like five or six things. Now A&M is, is certainly a factor, but LSU's I think going to get an official here somehow and get him on campus. Texas is obviously trying Bama. I mean, it's just, it's a who's who. He is. He would be a next level land, and he's from East Texas, so it's it's kind of, you know, you're you're, you're close. He's an hour from Shreveport. He's probably four and a half from Baton Rouge. I'm just guessing. I don't have the map in front of me, but you know, he's not way up in Texas, and and kind of distance is a factor. He's not right in A and M's backyard. So we'll see how LSU does recruiting Terry Bussey, but he's he's special. He's a, he's a dude. So they've now it's kind of all, you know. Icing on the cake, a little lanyard uh, for LSU in a sense. Once you get Wardell Mack in the boat, which we think happens, yeah. If they got if they can add a Juwan Johnson and get a Wardell Mack and a Kai Bates, I'd feel great about the corners. And you're just swinging for the fences with anybody else that's out there. Um, and that'd be a job well done by Robert Steeple. So, uh, kudos to LSU for locking down Juwan Johnson. Um, again. There was a time where people thought, oh, he's going to go to Colorado. Oh, no. And look, he had Bama. Everybody else was after him, too. The Colorado commitment came as a surprise to many teams, uh, but ultimately it's LSU who keeps him home. I feel very good about him staying committed now. I think the process is over. He'll very much focus on LCA, which competes for a state title every year in football, his senior year, potentially being an early enrollee, all that good stuff. So this one to me is in the books. Um, LSU's up against Rings, they've kind of hovering as a top 10 class the entire stretch, and we're still very early in the process. I've maintained, I think they can hit another top five class just with the guys still on the board and how the rankings can shuffle. A lot of time to go there, but I uh, I do like this pick up a lot. Um, and I I also got called out in the YouTube comments, it's not called out, it's uh, pointed to in the YouTube comments that it's not all about Louisiana. I agree. It is about East Texas. It's about Mississippi. It's about Georgia, Florida, into Bama when you recruit. But I'm always happy when they get a Louisiana guy, especially in the portal era. Now you don't have to go re-recruit him in two years. You made the eval and you got him the first time. No question about it. Always good to keep a top 10 player in the state of Louisiana home. LSU does that with Jawan Johnson. Shay's got one more thing. Oh, I will just say shout out to all the people who watch us on YouTube instead of listening on the podcast. Like if you're just on the audio only version, you've missed out again that we recorded the recruiting pod and then immediately recorded a commitment pod and forgot to change anything that we were wearing. So it was obvious that we did it ahead of time. Um, but Hey, if you're, if you're on the YouTube, it just shows you, you, uh, you're getting the tips that, that we knew this one was coming. Yep. And, uh, that that's another reason to subscribe to the Bengal tiger. That's right. The subscribers at the website knew it way before the recruiting pod. So there we go. Subscribe to TheBengalTiger.com. $30 for six months. That's just five bucks a month. So check us out, TheBengalTiger.com. Hit that subscribe button to our YouTube channel as well. We appreciate all you guys who are listening wherever you catch us at. 
But we'll be back later this week with another edition of the podcast, keeping it rolling here as summer approaches, hopefully helping you out on any uh, drives uh, that you've got going or flights. So for Shay Dixon, I'm Billy Unbite. Thanks for listening to this edition, and we'll catch you next time. Have a good one, everyone. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.